Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. It is Saturday night. It is hockey night in Philadelphia. That was a fun game, man. I, I, bummer ending. It sucks to. Uh, this is way off. Uh, no, I'm so bad with you. It sucks to. Uh, now it's going the other way. There we go. It sucks to lose a game like that because it was a lot of fun to watch back and forth hockey. But I am um, once again encouraged by what I saw more so than not. Um, Flyers got to hit the net. My God, I, I think the missed shots were like 19 to 7. Um, but cre- after that first period, I have very few complaints. Um, they just keep seeming to make big mistakes that end up in the back of their net. They really got to cut that out. I was very happy to see Travis Sanheim get something going. He's made he made some big mistakes in the game. He, he fell down after Ghost missed that pop fly. Um, you know, he backs one into his own net. That sucks. But he comes back and gets that goal in the third period. I was really happy to see that. How about the how about the power play? Uh, we talked about it just last night. How power plays are like uh, power hitters. Yes, when they're going poorly, it's like Ryan Howard swinging at a. Uh, swinging at a slider in the dirt. But when they're going good, man, they they win you games and they keep you in games. They get a point tonight because of how well the power play did. Ivan Proverall, uh, on the first power play unit, well, on Giroux's unit, they don't number them, but it's Giroux's unit, so it's still the first power play. Um, We've talked so much on BSH Radio about how we just don't like Proverall on the power play. We don't get it. He's never been productive there. I liked what I saw. Uh, I liked what I saw tonight out of uh, out of Proverov at the point. I hate that Ghost is off of it. I wish Ghost was there because that's if he's not doing that, you're not getting the most out of Shane Gostisbehere. But he hasn't been productive. We see what happens with uh, with Provy tonight. So maybe he can keep that going. Maybe he's got it down. One thing you can say about Proverov is he gets the pucks through. They get through. Uh, he it's not a it's not a bomb. It's not a ghost bomb, but. He gives his uh, he gives his guys a chance to make a play on the puck. I was having so much fun watching that game. I didn't want it to end. I also love shootouts. Um, man, that was it. Wasn't great hockey. There was a lot of sloppiness both ways that led to you know a lot of uh, odd man rushes and stuff. But I just enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And hey, man, it's Friday night or it's Saturday. Jesus, uh, yeah, Saturday night. It's hockey night. Uh, I'm drinking a beer. I'm not exactly, you know, uh, I'm feeling good. Let's say that. So I'm just going to turn it over to you guys. Let's hang out as uh, as long as we can tonight. Let's see what you all have to say. Adam leads it off with what a bummer. I, I was just so amped, and it just felt like a, a fun, like, statement win. Uh, like this, if they could come away with this one, especially after that first period, I'd be feeling so good. End of the day, three out of four points in, the, in back-to-backs, cool. Um, it, both games come down to a shootout. It's the skills competition. It's a coin flip. 11-round shootout. Jesus. Freaking Jason Spezza. I looked it up because I was like, he's got to be 42. There's uh, 36 lots. That dude's been playing since I was in middle school, I swear. Uh, but it, he, he gets that goal after TK puts him ahead. That, God damn it. Uh, but it was fun. Let's let's get to you guys. Yeah, what a bummer. I, I loved it up until the very last possible moment. Hi, Bill. What's up, Tanner? Frickin' Trana. Yeah, I feel you, Laurel. Um, 
Elliot deserved a win. That's a shame. You know, uh, I was I talked about it on BSH this week uh, and said, hey, if the workload is kind of small for Hart, would you think about going back to backs? And I talked about it this morning. He only faced 26 shots against Jersey. Um, it was a high stress ending. So it was, you know, they go to the shootout and all that. So it's three more basically, but 26 shots on goal, 65 minute game. Sure. But I thought about going back to heart. I wouldn't have been against it, but got to give it to Elliot, man. He battled tonight. He kept them, uh, he kept them in that thing, especially in the shootout. Why would they choose to shoot, shoot first? I thought it was like baseball. I, you got to make the saves. You got to score. I mean, it goes 11 rounds. It doesn't matter. You, you, you get 11 guys up there and one scores. That ain't enough. I don't care who shot first or whatever. You got to net your chances. There's enough talent on this team to go better than one for 11. If only Chris Stewart was in the lineup. Dude, you're joking and it's funny, but I'm thinking the same thing as we're getting into round seven, eight. I'm like, hey, I looked it up last night. He is like, I think he'd have the best. Um, he'd have the best career percentage of anyone on the team, I believe. He's at, like, just under 40. Maybe I, He might have been over. I know I looked it up, but I can't remember what it was. Skills competitions should go in a hole and die. Continuous OT. I like the shootout. I get it. You can't play all night. It's the regular season. They play 82 of these things. I think they're dramatic and fun. I wish the Flyers were better at them, obviously. Like, it would be a... If we had just been dominating shootouts this whole time, I think we'd love them. It's just that we usually lose. How deep in the doghouse is Ghost, Provorov, and Niski both got power play time over him? Yeah, when I saw the second unit without Ghost on it, that was interesting. Um, I don't know about doghouse. I will say uh, I liked a lot of what I saw out of Gostas Bear. I think he's slowly digging himself out of whatever was causing him to look bad. He, may, he had that one misplay. On the pop fly, he dropped that puck at center ice that led to the Sandheim falling down, that led to the goal, and that's bad. He needs to catch that. He needs to – especially, like, he's a skill guy. You know, he needs to do that. But um, I, I liked a lot of what I saw out of Ghost tonight. I thought this was the closest to a, um, okay, I think he's going to break out sort of performance. He's not there yet, but I do see it building up. If Bettman wasn't a coward, he would abolish the shootout and extend three on three to ten minutes. That's a lot of three-on-three, man. I just, yes, it would be entertaining. I I can't say I love the idea. Back-to-back shootout wins, too much to ask for. Yeah, what were the chances they were going to win two in a row? They're looking for something fine, a little deception, something, anything. There were too many. Like, Jake, he comes in straight ahead. I went, ooh, this is different. And then he just goes five-hole. But, dude, you came down the middle slow and then looked. For the five-hole, what? That was annoying. Uh, a lot. It's I, I have trouble criticizing guys' moves because, like, it's it's something I could never do. Like when I was in middle school and we would do tournaments and stuff, and I get thrown in a skills competition. Like I never scored in, in breakaway competitions or anything. I just could never do that shit. Uh, some guys are good at it. Like Chris Stewart has like a forty percent conversion rate. It's better than Giroux. I don't know why, but yeah, they could have done. I thought, I thought it was very evident on Provorov's attempt, actually. If he had just waited another second, Anderson was going to keep backing up, and he was going to have, like, two-thirds in the net. I thought he could have backed him up a little bit further, but end of the day, I, they're looking for something, and it, it doesn't – Anderson was great. What else can you say? 
Moose did everything he could to win that shootout. Insanity was the word from the shooters in the shootout. Trying the same thing. It could only score one out of 11. How, when Matthews did it, I was like, did he just do the Kucherov? And then they went back to it, and Jonesy was like, he did. And then they tried it again. I think both teams went nuts in that shootout and didn't know what to do after it got to a certain point. But, man, one for 11, come on. I'm not even upset about this loss. Uh, Jonah, I can't say I'm upset. I was just so amped for a lot of that game. Like, the whole second half of that game, I was really, really getting into it. And uh, I I still want to say it was a fun game to watch, and it really was. If that was two teams I had no rooting interest in, I would be fired up just from having watched it. But shit, man, get that W. I wanted that second point so bad. Fuck the excuses. We should have finished this game in the third. Score should have been 4-2 realistically. But I'm not even mad considering it's back-to-back games from a shootout game yesterday. But still zero excuses. Should have ended it. I agree. Uh, They had way too many opportunities. You have to hit the net. I understand. And that same thing goes for the shootout. But I'll talk about this more in real time. Than in the, or in game time than in the shootout. Um, you're looking for something. You're trying to pick the goalie apart. It's just you and him. All right. You don't get what you're looking for. Dude, in the game, game flow, get that effing puck on the net. You can't miss 20 shots. You can't miss 20 shots when they miss less than 10. Like, think about the attempt differential there. That's, that's too many. They absolutely failed in the could have won it in regulation because – yeah, when you miss 20 shots, that's 20 opportunities that you didn't give yourself. Yeah, do you like, this is a junk headbands, this one here. This is the one that ties in the back. Uh, it's so comfortable, wicks the sweat away. I'm trying to find different ways to work this short hair, guys. I love this sweatband. Uh, junk headbands sent it to me. It's really great. I would, uh, I highly recommend. I stand with Bill. Ties are dumb. Shootouts are fine. Yeah, like, I would enjoy, before three-on-three, I always used to say, don't ruin this, let's go to a shootout. When I would just be watching two random teams, I'd be like, don't ruin this, let's go to a shootout. But now that it's three-on-three, it is awesome. Like, three-on-three hockey, for the most part, pretty good. I just like the shoot. I don't know, man. They've been around a while. It's a big part of the game. It is, I don't mind that. Annoyed. DVR is set to record each game, and it records the NHL Network tonight, which blacked it out locally. So only got home in time to watch the shootout. It was an entertaining game there, Nick. That's all I can tell you. I uh, wish they came away with the two points. It wasn't clean. It wasn't the prettiest hockey. But, man, um, I was texting with Charlie during the game about the Flyers' speed and how they just seemed to lack it so much in the first period. But i got to tell you, they did a great job for, for the second and third period keeping up with a, um, a team that I believe to be much faster than the Flyers in Toronto. I was very encouraged by just what I saw second half of a back-to-back skating with a faster team. I was encouraged by that. Um, not trying to take moral victories out of this. We know how that all is. It's been too many too many freaking years of, okay, well, this looked good and this was But uh, getting a point out of tonight, especially after the way they played for most of the first period where they were just getting shelled. They, got, they looked shell-shocked in the first. Like, they could not keep up with Toronto. And they got through it. They worked through it. They stuck to it. They didn't let things snowball. And that's another good, um, just another good sign about the improved mental state of this team, the improved leadership of this team. We've seen in years past, we saw it earlier this week. We saw it last week, how they let things snowball, problems. Okay, we played like dog shit in the first. 
Well, it's over. That didn't happen tonight. They came out, played their brand of hockey. I thought they, the structure was pretty strong to keep uh, Toronto in front of them for a lot of the second and third period. A couple of breakdowns led to some goals. Flyers didn't cash in on their opportunities. More encouraged than not by this one. Um, needed the two points. Wanted the two points so bad, but not terribly pissed. Provorov was a beast tonight. The D as a whole generally generally looked better, though Braun seems to be uh, Braun seems to only do well at things stay at home stay at home guys are known for breaking out, providing any kind of offense or not strong points of his game. So glad Myers is up and doing well. Hopefully he stays in the lineup. Myers was one of my big points tonight. Um, I loved what I saw out of Myers. I just thought he looked aggressive and he looked strong. That's I need Myers to be aggressive because that's his game. And when he was aggressive tonight, he looked strong doing it. And I, I really, really appreciated that. Yeah, Braun is what he is. Braun is a stay-at-home defenseman, and I will believe him to be a decent one. But, yeah, he doesn't help you with – it It complicates who you can use uh, Braun, you know, who you can use with Braun because if you're stuck in the defensive zone, even if he's good at it, his partner probably isn't, given what we have on this team. So it, it, it's complicated – but he is the he's the guy we're gonna whip on. You know, if if the lineup stays as is, which I believe it should for now, um, Braun is the guy that we're going to start to beat on a little because he's in the D zone a lot. I think he's better at playing in the D zone than a lot of guys who are just stuck there all the time, but he does not help nearly as much as everybody else in terms of providing get out of the zone, get on offense. Game was fun to listen to, I agree, but skills competitions will forever be my reason to hate them. You know where skills competitions belong? All-Star Weekend. You can be flashy, showy, ridiculous, and you'd like, but once the, but that's down, done and over with, bye-bye. Shootouts are a part of the game, man. They've been around trying to, okay, so I'm 31, and they've been around since 05, 06, so 2019 minus... 2005, 14. So almost half my life they've been around. It, it's part of the game. If Sam Moran's condition... Why are you asking about Sam Moran tonight? Who gives a shit? Really? If, if his conditioning stint was to showcase him, who cares? What would I accept for him? Literally anything. I, whatever. I, like, what is Sam Moran, guys? For real. Why are we talking about Sam Moran tonight? Niskanen putting all the stars on their asses this week. Matthews, Hughes, Crosby. I didn't think he was that much of a hitter these days. He gets leverage and positioning, and sometimes that allows you to hit. That's uh, he's not die. It's not like he's Gudis or Luke Shen diving for the hits. Gudis doesn't. Gudis didn't do it in the second half of his tenure here after all the suspensions. But you know the guys who get all the big hits. They're often diving off your screen late at guys. He's just good positionally, and if someone if he catches someone with their head down, he gets them. Uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of the of the Niskanen trade so far. For the record, Bill Han shot first. JJ said Stewart is six of seven in shootouts. I don't think it's six of seven. Maybe like he's on a real hot streak. I looked it up the other night though. It was like 35 to 40 percent career. I don't know what it is. I didn't break it down by year. I just looked at the sum total. 35 or 40 percent is awesome. Especially for this freaking team. What uh, was an ugly start, fumbling, bubbling, turnover fest? Oh, it was the, as bad as, but that's, do I want them to start that way? Obviously freaking not. 
but I was encouraged by their ability to overcome it and put it behind them because that's not something they've always displayed an ability to do. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely ugly to start. They were getting shelled. Six for his last seven. Uh, okay, so Stewart has been freaking on fire. Elliott cost himself on the bad push on the Marner goal. He, he was slow to react. He was slow to get over. He, did, he didn't, you know, you would think he'd be able to go post. A, it, it, Marner's awesome. That's, that's the, like, yes, did he get a bad push? He did. Marner is also awesome. So it, that play, to me, the bad thing is the Couturier turnover. That player at that point in the game, that's the guy you're counting on to not do that shit. Would you put TK eighth shooter? I mean, that was his first shootout goal. He's not the best at this stuff. Um, he's been pretty good one on oh this year, but he had some opportunities in the game to uh to I mean he had that he had that breakaway at the end that he didn't bury. Uh you know, he's that's not necessarily what he's best at, but he did score in the shootout. Maybe if he went sooner they win, but He's never shown a great ability in that setting. Watching Hayes hold off guys with his size, uh, with his size reminds me so much of Yager. Obviously, hand, his hands aren't like Yager's, but man, can that guy hold people off? He can, and they made a point of it on the broadcast tonight. He is so much faster than I thought. He's not a burner, but he can turn it on, and he uses his size to, uh, to, you know, long strides, close gap close gaps on the defenders quickly. Defensemen don't have as much room to react as they think they do because of his long strides. I've been enjoying watching Hayes all year. Um, I think when this lineup stabilizes and they figure out what they're really doing, we'll see an even more productive Kevin Hayes. That power play in overtime left a lot to be desired. They kept just passing around the perimeter and never had any traffic in front. Seemed like a total lack of creativity and strategy. I find it hard to believe that uh, that's what Michelle Tarion drew up for that power play. I thought it was odd that they were running what they were running with, we're going to get it back, and then we're going to try to get it to the front, and they didn't have JVR out with that group. I thought that was odd. I know you practice a certain way, 5-on-4, 4-on-3. I know. I just thought it was odd what they were doing, and it was like, well, put F and JVR in front. This is what he does. TK has great hand-eye, and he's quick. He can get side to side, but I, I thought in that power play, in that overtime power play, uh, JVR should have been in front of the net. They didn't have – they kept getting good open lanes, and there was zero traffic. Frederick Anderson stopped everything, uh, right? No rebounds, nothing. He just saw it square and, and froze it every time. Power play two at JVR in front the whole time. Yeah, that's and that wasn't an, it wasn't enough. If you have him in place of TK there, I think they score. I really do. They had your righty lefty D pairs. That's what I'm looking for, man. That's what I'm looking for. We've never had it. I just want to see how it goes. And I like Sanheim and Myers together too. That's the other thing. It's two big bodies who can play both ways. Um, I want to see those two continue to play together. How did you like Provorov's effort tonight? I loved it, Jonah. I really like what I saw out of Provorov. I thought this was the best game for the defense, the group of six defensemen as a whole all year. Even with Ghost's mistake, a couple of Sanheim mistakes, I thought the level of play overall was maybe the best I've seen out of the six defensemen so far. Farabee on the top line. Yeah, how about that? Jake gets uh, Jake gets replaced with Farabee, and I think that's just a better mix. You have these guys who, uh, especially with Drew at center, you have these guys who are great passers. Um 
let's 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 move let's get it moved around. Let's let let's give Giroux what he never had. JVR and Farabee. Boom. Two guys who can score goals. I, I thought that was a I thought that was a good move. And I want I want Giroux with Farabee when they get back to what the lineup should be, if they ever figure out what they're doing at three C, I want Giroux, Farabee, and Hayes to be aligned. So um it's nice to see we can, for the most part, keep up with the speed of that team. Yeah, they need to come out ready to go. I'm not excusing the first period, but I was glad to see they got it. They, they, they tightened up and figured out how to keep up with them. I thought that was encouraging. Yeah, connecting was 0 for 8 in his career, I think. Yeah. Moose with another very solid night. Yeah, can't, uh, can't find any fault with, um, with Elliot tonight. He could have gotten over faster. He could have reacted quicker to the, uh, to the Marner wraparound, but man, don't turn it over to him. Mitch Marner's awesome. That's, that's what's going to happen. If you turn it over to him like that, that's just what it is. It seems like we keep every team to around only 30 shots a game, but somehow they let up three to five goals. Yeah. It's been crazy, man. They are out chancing. uh, I, I don't know what it is right now, but when I looked it up a couple of games ago, they were giving up the fewest shots on goal in the league. Their expected goals percentage was very high. But they they just make these huge mistakes that create like Couturier turnover to Mitch Marner, boom, wrap around like Sandheim and Ghost both fuck up and boom in the back of the net. Like they just make these big mistakes that end up determining games. It's not like the Flyers didn't have some luck tonight. Uh, Provorov gets that pinball goal. They got something like that last night as well. So it's not like they're not getting their bounces. But man, if they could just tighten it up a little bit, just Stop with the stupid stuff a little bit. We could have a very good team on our hands. Taking injuries into account, was tonight our optimal lineup? Um, yes, consi- based on what they have available to them, based on reality. Yeah, I, I like tonight's lineup a lot, and I think that shows in how they skated with the freaking Maple Leafs, who haven't been off to an incredible start, but we know what kind of skill they have, and we know what we think about them compared to the Flyers' ability to keep up with them, and they did tonight, so I did like it. TK launching himself at Matthews was everything. God, he's just a fun player to watch, dude. Ten minutes of three-on-three would be nice. It would be, yes. In an ideal world, that would be a lot of fun. I just get it. That's so much skating. That's taxing your best. Like That's going to lead to more really good players missing more games, and I don't want that. What's going on with Sandheim? Fix it or bench him? I thought he was better tonight other than the huge mistakes. That's the thing. He got that goal. I think that's going to be something that's able to boost his confidence. I didn't think he was nearly as bad tonight. I need to plug this in. That's what I'm reaching for. Uh, but it, he did make the big mistakes. And, you know, big mistakes end up in the back of this team's net. They have to cut that out. He absolutely has to cut that out. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Sandheim's game more tonight, and I like him with Myers. I think if they stay the course with those two, it will pay off. Coots winning a face-off with his feet because he has a dead arm equals elite. That was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. I'm a little upset with Coots because of that turnover that led to the Marner goal. But, dude, you, you can't. You, you, how do you not love Sean Couture? Every game I watch, I'm so stoked. We have TK for six more years. Yeah, I, I was wondering if he was plateauing after two years of the exact same numbers or if he's going to continue to get better. And it looks like he's going to continue to get better, and I am here for it. I do hate a power play is four on three. It should be three on two. Brian, I'm going to go the other way. What if 
all power plays were four on three? What if in regulation power plays were four on three? That's a lot of room. Entries would be a lot easier. I'm interested. Matthews looks like such a D-bag with that mustache. I like the stash. I think it's a strong mustache. Morgan Frost, first star tonight in Lehigh Valley, I guess. Uh, yeah, Frost doing very well in the AHL, and the germ only played seven minutes tonight. Does he get called up soon, too? I. This is going to uh, – uh, Rupsov's role is going to be in the bottom six, and that's where he's playing now. Should he, Will he be getting seven minutes? No, optimally, you know, when he's what he's supposed to be. He'll be playing more in seven a minute, seven minutes a night, obviously. It's a first-round pick. But Rubstav is filling in in a role that suits what he's going to be right now. Um, I want to see Frost up. I want to see Frost at 3C because I have no confidence that Nolan Patrick is going to be back anytime soon. Anything they get out of Nolan Patrick this year is already, is already icing on the cake to me. It's already something I've written off. I don't think we're going to be seeing Nolan Patrick anytime soon. I want Morgan Frost here. They believe he's not ready. Um, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because this isn't the previous regime. If this was the previous regime, I'd be like, they're fucking up. We know because they they let Dave Haxtell run amok. His last game, he scratched Oscar Lindblom for freaking Laterra. Ridiculous. Um, but we saw Farabee come up after four games. We've seen this parade up and down based on who's playing well. They're trying guys out. If they believe Morgan Frost is going to be a difference maker, he's just not ready yet, I'm inclined to side with them for – not even side with them. Understand their thought process for now. If this continues and we just don't have any answer for what's going on at 3C, yes, I'm going to start banging the drum for Frost. I want him up. I want him up now. I want him up yesterday. But – I'm giving these guys the benefit of the doubt because they haven't given me any reason not to yet with their treatment of young players. It's not like Hextall. It's not like Hextall. This is a little different. Niskanen is growing on me. Braun, not so much. I've liked everything I've seen out of Niskanen. Um, they don't have an ideal partner for Braun right now. And, yeah, he's a, he's a pure stay-at-home defenseman. That's what he is. So when is Moose going to break? I mean, he, he looks good. I assume Carter Hart's going to be back in there on Tuesday against the Hurricanes, and we can kind of get back to a more sensical, um, uh, you know, load management for the both of them. According to NHL.com, Stewart is 15 of 35, so 42.9%. I, I knew it was a high percentage. Anything over 40 is great. Um, like, Jake is the best on the flyers of anyone available, at like 33, 34%. Giroux's just over 30 um, 40 is awesome. Off topic, Steven Strasburg opted out of his contract. I would be down with the Phillies becoming Team Boris. Just saying, yeah, man, they should get Strasburg. They should get Garrett Cole. They should get Cole Hamels and Anthony Rendon. And even if they did that, I don't know if they're like a World Series contender. Is Frost going to pan out? I mean, yeah, probably. He looks pretty good. Myers was fantastic tonight. I very much agree. Elliott also ended up committing too much on Marner's, Marner's initial drive. His left leg was outside the post, so getting across the crease to stop the wraparound was going to be a difficult task. That may have also led to a bad push, but I didn't think he stood much of a chance based on his position. Yeah, listen, no, he did not play that well. We, we all saw it. He didn't play it well. You can't let a guy wrap around on him like that. 
But to me, it's about the turnover that leads to that. Because if it's Marner versus Elliott, I don't like our chances regardless of if he goes in and shoots, if he deeks, if he passes. I just don't like our chances in that situation whatsoever. So uh, you can't let that happen. Dave Haxtall should have kept. No thanks. My God, just seeing that guy made my blood boil tonight. That's I really wanted that two points just to Meyer showed Haig what a poke check looked like tonight. And that's I like that I just like his he's got a very good he's just solid. I like watching Myers because he puts he gets the poke check down, but he also can put the body into you while he's doing it, so you're not gonna get around him. He doesn't overcommit. I really like Myers. I hope he keeps being aggressive. I hope to see uh, him continue doing what he's doing. G scores from the left side on that power play, yet they continue to put him on the right uh, for whatever reason. It's getting old. They're moving it. They're moving him around, and I understand the philosophy. I don't like the philosophy. I understand the philosophy because for how long did we say this power play is too predictable? So we move G from side to side based on you know where the faceoff is. Just get the puck on his stick um, and let him distribute, whether it's from the left or right, and it's a little less predictable because it can go either way. But yeah. G belongs on the left-hand side. He belongs on the left wing, half boards, doing his thing. That was a great – I freaking – I just stood up and went, wow, when he scored that goal. It's tough not to see Farabee and Hayes together. I'm really liking that duo. Uh, or I was really liking that duo. Now he's with uh, Drew. Yeah, I um, my, my optimum lineup has Farabee, Hayes, and Drew together. That's, that's what I want to see happen. It's just they're going to move some – they're going to have – there's going to be moving pieces when they don't have – they're full complement. They don't have a bunch of guys who all fit the roles. There's only, you know, they don't have enough guys to fill the top nine right now. They don't have nine top nine forwards, so they have to move shit around. Does righty-lefty D pairs matter that much? I played D in the college, and I never cared which side I played. At the NHL level, you're a pro and should be able to play either side. Guys have their preferences. Um, I just, the Flyers, the reason I want to see it personally, is because we've been told for so long, and eh, it's fine. We have six lefties. It doesn't matter. Uh, and the D has been bad. So I want to see if, like, just having lefty-righty on all three pairs actually helps them be better. Maybe it'll help with the breakout. Maybe it'll help with some. I've said it. I mean, I didn't play past high school, and I wasn't very good. But I loved playing the right side as a lefty because everything else is harder, but shooting is so much easier. Um, I... I don't. I've always thought it's overrated handedness and who's on what side, but because they haven't had it for so long, I'm like, I just want to see it. Okay, maybe this will help. You know, is there static in the background? That's there shouldn't be. Can't wait till TK starts slashing sticks out of opponents' hands like Shorzy. The new Letter Kenny season is excellent, everybody. I love how emotional and hardcore TK is. Yeah, man. When he didn't net that, uh, when he didn't net that breakaway, you could feel it for him. He was pissed, banging his stick. I think like you can't let your emotions get the best of you, as we've seen a lot with like Shane Gostas Bear. But I like a guy who is all in trying to win. I love watching him show me he cares as much as I do. Drew was on his toes tonight and back checked like a beast. Never gets credit for his two-way play. Yeah, dude. When Drew was in his prime, I thought he was an underrated selfie candidate. Um, I don't think he's that anymore, but I did notice he was better as a two-way center tonight. I 
absolutely noticed that. Does anyone else hate the behind the net power play camera angle? I wish they used for replay, only used for replays. Yeah, you have the perfect angle the whole game, and then suddenly, like, it bothers me because they just switch it, and it's like, man, I was just in my head. I'm picturing where everybody is based on this camera angle, and then suddenly I'm just looking at it differently, and I don't want to. Four on three power plays in regulation sounds like madness. I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know how they've legislated it. Like, does it go back to four on four? Do you immediately put your fifth guy out there if they get two guys on the ice? I don't know. I haven't thought it through that much. It was just something that popped in my head as I was watching the game tonight. The G-goal was on that angle, and so you got to see it come in. That was cool, but I would prefer it only for replays. I grew up with behind-the-net season tickets to Stars games. Feels like my childhood. That's fun, man. I said Limblom was going to score 30 this year. Even when he doesn't score, he makes good plays. Hey, man, if he gets 30, I'm going to freaking go wild. Um, I... I, I said it just last night, man. Even when he he creates so many scoring chances just because he knows where to be and what to do. Um, I didn't know if he was ever going to cash in on enough of them to be like a legit top six winger in terms of production. But what he gives you in terms of overall play is well worth it. And now, dude looks like an absolutely top six producer without a doubt. Uh-huh. It was, uh, the camera angle was fun tonight because that G goal looked innocent until it suddenly wasn't. I love G stepping in like that, though. Like, if he gets that kind of room, don't uh, – everyone thinking you're thinking you're looking to pass will help you sometimes. Like, Anderson was trying to close that out, but also he knows that JVR is on the doorstep and Drew is a pass-first guy. So, I like, taking it every now and then – um, I, he should take advantage more of everyone thinking he's passing first. The Leafs letting Giroux just skate to the net was funny. They didn't think he was going to go. That's the, They didn't think he was going to go to the net. That's, you know. Did you see the Joel Embiid Broad Street bully comment? Yeah, he's hilarious. I don't know. To even call that a fight. Like, those, they wrestled for a minute. Like, Ben Simmons is the one who fought. Is it me or is ghost taking chances, leaving others being hung out to dry? Uh, I, I thought that's happened in the past. I really like Ghost's game tonight. He, tonight wasn't a chance he took. He stepped up on a on a pop fly and dropped it. Like that was just a mis- a mistake. I don't think that was like a risky play or anything. I think he just made a mistake. But overall, I really um, was encouraged by Gotham's Bears game tonight. I think this is the like closest I've seen him to breaking out. Right, we're going to just scroll down. A couple more comments, guys. Uh, I really wanted Limblom to get the game winner tonight. It would have been the ultimate justice. I wouldn't have cared if Chris Stewart threw in the in, in the game winner from the press box. I just wanted those two points. Bring back the glowing puck, you cowards. Again, a joke, but you have to believe with technology now, they'd be capable of doing it not nearly as poorly as last time, right? Like, I don't think it would be as bad because technology's better. TK is going to be the captain in four years. Claude Giroux is not going to be gone in four years. Got to have a good start to a hard November schedule. They also don't play more than three home games in a row this year. Yeah, I stopped looking at the schedule when I found their first three straight home games. It's something we talked about on, I think, BSH Radio at some point. But they don't play more than three in a row at any acts. Yeah, tough. Scroll down a couple more. I don't feel like 
been here all night. It's Saturday. I got beers to drink. Um, what I love about this regime is they aren't afraid to make changes. They aren't. We, it's uh, Elaine Vigneault and Chuck Fletcher talked about it at the, at the end of the preseason. Like, the roster is not locked, you know, especially with what they're going to be looking for, the youth and energy and everything in the bottom, especially in the fourth line and in the bottom six in total until they figure out is Nolan Patrick going to be back? Is it going to be Morgan Frost? Whatever. Guys are going to be up and down, and you got to perform. And if you don't, we're bringing someone else up. Terensky had an awesome hit tonight that led to a scoring chance, too. He's a, I like him on a fourth line. I li- he's a guy like a raffle. Um, as long as he's on your fourth line, I like him. If Chuck was going to make a big move for a great scorer and had to give up one of the young, promising defensemen, uh, who would you be, be okay with him trading? Depends on the return, man. Like, like a great scorer. Who are we talking about? You know, I, if it's a truly great scorer, any of them, any of them. If it's a guy who's going to score fifty, or are we talking about a twenty-eight goal scorer? Because that's different. I, I, I don't know. Puck tracker from the nineties is hilarious, though. A slap shot would turn bright red. I know it would be. I think they could do it now, and it would be. All right, we're talking about Puck Tracker now, guys, so we're at like 40-some minutes. I'm going to call it a night. Uh, Thank you all for hanging out. That was a fun game. I wish they had won it, but uh, we'll be back with more post games, more BSH radio, all sorts of stuff. Uh, If you don't know where to find it, anywhere podcasts are available. Search Broad Street Hockey. You get everything, like verbally checking out the competition. It's really good stuff. And, oh, I never checked. I never even did the Fitzpatrick's thing tonight. So let's talk about what's coming up next for the Philadelphia Flyers. And their next game is on Tuesday, as I hit stats instead of schedule. 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 They're playing the Canes on Tuesday. Okay, there it is. The What's up next for the Flyers? The Carolina Hurricanes are up next. They have a home 7 o'clock puck drop on Tuesday. And if you're looking to watch that game or any game, anywhere, anytime, you kind of go to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. It's the best bar in all of the Jersey Shore, and it's because Timmy Fitz, the owner, Tim Fitzpatrick, is always there, making sure the beer is cold, making sure that food is hot. Uh, they have the direct TV package, so you can watch any hockey game or any game you want. But Tim is a huge hockey fan. You'll know that as soon as you go in there. Uh, he is a big hockey fan. It is a great place. And don't sleep on the roast pork sandwich. Check it out. It's not bad. Chicken pot pie, not bad either. Had the chicken pot pie recently. Really enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah. Tuesday against Carolina, you're looking for somewhere to watch that. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. The best Jersey Shore bar you'll ever find. All right, everybody, that's it for Flyers po- or Jesus. Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live postgame. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.